You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Keith. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com. And streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's This Is How I Made It After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's This Is How I Made It After Show. Yo, what up, After Buzzers? Bing is for doing, and we are here doing another After Buzz TV after show for MTV's This Is How I Made It, Demi Lovato and B.O.B. We're back in studio. Finally, someone wanted to join us. Back in style. Got a couple of big fans. This is uh, this is my mom. You can call her Mama Joe. And that's Auntie Grace. They're visiting from the big city of Laredo, Texas. Oh. And my name's Thomas, by the way. Yeah. I forgot to mention that. <laughs> I don't have a name, apparently. I'm, but, yeah. I'm Kendra. Hit it to win it, Nigel McGuinness. Excited. This is the uh, going to be the Christmas edition, nearly, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, the way MTV puts these episodes on <laughs> probably is the Christmas edition. We've been waiting. Um, we, I mean, you missed a really good one with Flo Rider. Mm-hmm. I found myself downloading some some Flo Rider oh, really? tracks, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm really excited about this one because I'm a huge B.O.B. fan. Great. I love him. Uh, anyone fans? Yeah, the, the airplane the song. I mean, that was really yeah. that was. I mean, that was the first time that I really recognized him as an artist. I mean, maybe because it was on every single station, pretty yeah, much. Well, but. That too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I liked a few of the songs they played, and I it, again learning about him. I didn't know all of that about him, so it kind of made me a bigger fan. I never knew all that stuff about him either. I just like him for his music. He reminds me uh, of uh, Andre Three Thousand from Outkast. Oh, mm-hmm. kind of has that little quirk to him like he likes to push the uh, the boundaries and yeah, music and yeah he likes to do everything too you mentioned like he didn't want to just be categorized he wanted to kind of have his hand in every bit of music whether it be like r&b country or you know it was just really neat to see at a very young age like um you know his dad told him hey if you if you're good i'll let you play the trumpet and he told this big shiny object and he's like oh i want to play the trumpet that's such a cool thing yeah and it was just really neat that you know you know if you listen if you listen to that song we're talking about like you wouldn't guess it you know oh he wanted to play a trumpet and just had all this never guessed no (laughs) that that was his first instrument yeah the trumpet does he ever play it in any of his songs i not to my knowledge i i've seen him do the guitar he he usually does like an acoustic set with his guitar and then raps over that it's Mm -hmm. really really neat uh uh, hmm. That's actually why I started liking him. Uh, what does B.O.B. stand for? Um, bi- um, oh, my God. Yeah, I don't want to get it wrong. It's Billy. This was, this was what we need you here for. A resident rap historian <laughs> should be historian. able to tell us. Right? B.O.B. Oh, it's, uh, Billy something. I don't know what the... Bo- the no, he, well, his name for. is Bobby Ray Simmons Jr. Yeah, but yes. Huh? Please hold. Born in Decatur, Georgia, uh, which is the east side of Atlanta, I want to say. And I thought it was interesting. Kind of a little flow rider-ish. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, grew up in the hood, but, you know, stayed on a good track. Uh, went to the good school, as he said. Um, 
It kind of kept him out of trouble. But his dad was a pastor. He mentioned that about his father being a pastor. And, you know, his dad, all, I, you know, his dad always instilled those church values in him. And, you know, he, like you said, he was mo- really mo- very motivated, kept himself out of trouble. Um, and he didn't want him to be a rapper. No, and he said, "What are you doing? Be, what are you doing rapping? Walking around with that rap book and and you know with those lyrics like that's not you. You're being it, someone you're not, and that is what encouraged him to pursue this career because he's like, how dare you tell me? You know, I don't know if if any of you out there, you know, go ahead and tweet us or, or let us know. Um, but I don't know how many of you are out there. Like, if someone tells you like, you can't do this, or you're not going to do this, it just motivates you more that you know what I'm going to prove you wrong and do it. And it was that moment that he's like, no, Dad, I'm going to do this, and you know, I'll be. He did it. You know, he showed his dad. He sure did. I mean, to be able to play guitar, piano, trumpet, uh, who, and I mean, who knows what else? He only mentioned those couple instruments. But we, I think on recent shows, we've seen a lot of people that really had to pay their dues for a long time to finally get their break. But correct me if I'm wrong, but he was signed to a deal before he even left high school, correct? Yeah. Uh, he was performing at uh, T.I.'s nightclub, um, and he did that song, Cloud Nine. Hmm. Um, it took a while before he had like the really broke through to the next level. Right. And even when he did, he got signed by Atlantic um, with, what was his name, Jim Johnson. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who also signed T.I. Um, or worked with T.I., excuse me, sorry. Yeah. Uh, yeah. did a couple of huge hits for T.I. Yeah. <laughs> um, he got signed with Atlantic Records, and he put out his first song, Hater. And I remember the song, Hater, but that's not what I liked. Uh, that's not what I like from B.O.B. I like when he does his acoustic sets, and Hater was kind of just the typical rap song. Hmm. So after that single died down, he said, you know, the phone call stopped, and it, that's when he realized, okay, mm-hmm. I need to start doing something different. I don't want to be categorized as a rapper. Mm-hmm. I want to do rock. I want to do this. I want to do that. Um, and then, of course... Uh, airplanes comes out and that's your first major single because hater was big but it wasn't on the billboard top 100 charts Mm -hmm. um and to include Haley from paramore this is my one of my favorite stories the fact they never met each other uh they wrote the song he sent it over to her people she wrote her lyrics and Hmm. to put them together and then their first, I don't know if you guys remember the MTV Awards where they actually did their first performance and that was the first time they'd ever been in the same room together. Mm-hmm. It was... Are you it, talking about the, the with, uh, with Haley Williams? Yeah. Yeah. Can we, is there a way we can play that, Marissa? Um, the, the Airplanes B.O.B. featuring Haley Williams, yeah, if we can absolutely. pull that up. Thank you so much. But yeah, it was a, pr- it was a really good performance and it was kind of neat that they went back to that and showcased that. Yeah. Never to have worked with this person before and like they said, I mean, I would love for them to do another track together because their voices complement each other very well and it, it, it delivers that hip-hop, that pop. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, it kind of reminds you of Eminem and... Uh, Rihanna, right? No, no. Dido. Dido? Yes, oh, yeah. Dido, yeah. Dido, potato, potato. Let's call the whole thing off. <laughs> here we go, right here, you guys. Damn, I'm trying to think where I was during this playing. It's catchy, like, isn't it? Out. Right? Yeah. Well, he even said their chemistry. I mean, like you said, you know, they they perform very well together. But he even said their chemistry was just amazing with both of them working together. And it, and it's kind of like, you know, when you work with people, you either work really well with people or sometimes you just get the job done. And mm-hmm. they very much pulled this song off. And that performance was amazing. Like, well, hmm. And even to compare it, uh, what's the song with him and Taylor Swift? Um, oh, it was... Um, that you, uh, you, yeah, do you both, both of us, yes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, great song. <laughs> yeah, it's a great, a great song. Two of them. And Taylor Swift is huge. Right. But to me, the chemistry wasn't 
there as much as with Haley. I, I just think that was such a perfect mix. Mm-hmm. Perfect have you song. seen it live? Have they done it live? I've never seen them do that live. Mm-mm. But even in like the video and all yeah. that, it, it was just kind of like, oh, you guys did a song together. That's cool. <laughs> well, let me, That's uh, a great song. Uh, I want to get your guys' opinion because we, we talked earlier to Thomas's mom and, 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 and aunt about like when they were growing up who were big pop stars back then and they mentioned the Beatles, they mentioned mm-hmm. um, Mama Cuss and the, you know... Um, Mamas and the Papas. Mamas and the Papas. And it's such a different business today. Um, if you take a look at the Beatles, mm-hmm. they wrote their own music. They pretty much produced most of their own music. They really were very hands-on. Whereas if you look at B.O.B. or Bob, as I like to call him, because <laughs> we haven't figured it out yet, um, once he's signed by a record label, they take over a lot of that in terms of producing it, in terms of getting other people involved. I believe the term is, is called like 360, and that's basically where you take a product which is hitting in one market or one demographic and try and hit every single demographic. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they try and involve people from, from country or from rock or from different things. So I guess the real question is how much is intrinsically from that person and how much is taken over by the big sort of corporations or the or the you know the the record labels that sign them or the producer that they work with because mm-hmm. a lot of times a producer is going to produce you you know just like anything the producer is going to produce exactly yeah. i mean what do you guys think do you think the people now are more or less talented than people 20 30 years ago well i think it's different it's i case think by case yeah like bob writes his own music right he the reason why i compare him to andre 3000 is the reason outcast is so big is because there was nothing like that. You have B.O.B., mm-hmm. who's a southern rapper, and then you have Andre 3000, who's this eclectic guy playing a guitar, rapping mm-hmm. on a guitar, but also kind of singing. And that demographic, Andre's not really doing music anymore like that. So mm-hmm. there's kind of a market for it. And B.O.B. is from the same place and kind of filling that gap. So I do think he has a lot of control. Uh, creative creative control. control because mm-hmm. he has the talent to do it. Yeah. He's not just oh well. He has a good voice. Let's write this down for him. He produce he produces his own lyrics. So that song with with, um, with Haley, did he write that with her in mind, or did they come to him with it, or how does that I'm stuff sure, work? Well, that one I'm actually not sure about. Mm. Uh, I'm sh- I'm definitely sure he wrote his lyrics. Right mm-hmm. now, uh, they probably brought him her voice, like her vocals. And thought she would be really. Would think. She yeah. would be really good on. Have you ever heard? Or maybe it could even come down to, uh, you know, Little Wayne does this a lot. Oh, I was just listening to this track. I want this person on it. Mm-hmm. I love the way the tone of Paramore sounds. Her mm-hmm. voice, uh, and what's her name from Evanescence used to get that a lot. Oh. People wanted to pull her oh, yeah. just yeah. from her voice. Right, amazing. So I, I think that there is creative control in that. Um, yeah. And, and kind of like what you said, though, like he's kind of earned that himself. That like he proved because you know a lot of different artists that we've discussed about on here, like they've they've been like typecast, whether it be acting mm-hmm. because they look a certain way, they get stuck in a certain part. And, you know, and they've had to fight that to play different roles, you know, the 90s versus now. And just like him, he kind of went through this to a different extent, not because of his background, but because of his music taste. And he's like, no, I'm not just going to rap. I don't want to be caught in that box. I want to I want to do all spectrums. And he had to prove that he could. I'm sure at the very beginning, the record labels probably weren't too keen on it. But if you prove over and over, I can do this and I can sell records, you know, He's proven it. So, yeah, I definitely agree with you on that. Like, he writes his own lyrics. and What else does he do, though? I mean, he does only rap, right? He doesn't no, play. No, no. He, does... he sings, too. Uh, mm-hmm. This is what I... I, huh. I found out about him through... It was a AOL music. Hmm. They do, like, an unplugged thing. Yeah. And the first time I ever saw him, it, you know, I heard the song Hater after I'd already seen him on this YouTube clip. Right. He's sitting on a stool with a guitar, 
and I want to say he was like singing Wonderwall or by Oasis yeah. or something like that. And he nice. was just, and not to say he has like a amazing song, voice. <laughs> I love that song. After not, to say, not to say he has an amazing Marissa, voice. Can you play anything like? Have you got anything like that? Something like, that isn't him rapping? I, I'd be interested to hear that. In I'd be interested. So we don't have to uh, but, but you know, he. It's not that he has that amazing okay. voice, but it's a tone the way he sings it. And mm-hmm. to me, it was unique. Right. Um, and I think that's why he sells. And you know, the interesting too about him, like. Not that we recommend this, but he he mentioned that he tried to go to school when he was going to open mics and he was producing yeah. his records. And he ended up dropping out of school, which is not something that we recommend. I recommend it. But it, <laughs> I'm, I'm dead serious. Well, I'm dead serious. I think if you've got a dream and that's what you want to do with your life, I don't know if high school. I think high school is a is a good jumping off point. You know yeah, what I mean? That's where he was. Yeah, right? that he was he in was high school and dropped school. out, and that's what I was saying. I don't recommend you dropping out of high school. But I the wish way- I hadn't gone to high school. Well, the, the way it worked out for him was, I mean, that was his plan A because he had no he had no plan B. So plan B right. was like, I got to work on plan A, and it just kind of kept the fire it to his butt per se. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. that is true. It does kind of light the, light the fire under it your ass, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, if only. But but you know, yeah, let's let, let's stay in school, kids. Um, yeah. <laughs> hear it after us. Um, but maybe you like uh, Bob. I mean, maybe you want to buy. I mean, what else up? Demi Lovato's new album. And uh, if you guys are going to do any type of holiday shopping, we really need your help here at AfterBuzz. We're doing this promotion with Amazon. So what you do is if you're buying anything online, uh, go to AfterBuzzTV.com, click the Amazon button, and just make your purchase through that. just helps us keep the lights on, help us bring this content to you guys. It helps you replace this really bad BlackBerry. <laughs> or if you have a really bad phone, you can go on Amazon.com, get a new one. It's a lot cheaper than going through your phone network. So. There you go. I recommend it. <laughs> Amazon.com through AfterBuzzTV. What was uh, the last thing that you guys bought on Amazon? The last thing I bought? Yeah. Probably my Buffy DVDs. Oh, yeah? They're bu- really Buffy? Yeah. Nice. Oh, we got cheers. Thanks, Marissa. Go Buffy. Um, they were for, yes. bu- for Marissa? No. no. They were for me. Me and Marissa compete in who the biggest Buffy Oh, like uh, a Blackberry phone case was mine. Right. Oh, but I probably bought a book. I don't remember. You did? Huh. Well, and it, I mean, if you guys want to buy anything for the holidays, especially Maria Menounis' The Every Girl's Guide to Life, we recommend that. Through AfterBuzz TV, click the Amazon button, make your purchases. No, no extra charge. All right, Demi Lovato. This girl, I must say, is probably one of the hottest uh, mm-hmm. people this year. One of the hot topics this year. Mm. Um, interesting to see where she came from. Kind of a typical... She's from Texas originally, I want to say. Story of I Want to mm-hmm. Be a Star. Um, wanted to be Shirley Temple. I actually nicknamed her the Comeback Kid. Hearing all the time she went to audition for things and... It's funny, everything she auditioned for and didn't get, they called her back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So she lost Barney at age five, but then got it at <laughs> seven. seven. Um, and then she, you know, her parents basically, you know, Tons. gave up their lives to support her. Uh, guitar lessons, singing lessons. Uh, I don't think gave up their lives is a little strong, isn't it? It's not like they were. Well, but she mentioned her stepdad. Like, you know, her no, stepdad. No, you know, he remortgaged the house. Like, he put hers a top priority. I mean, right. I, mean I, I gotta say that there are things my parents have done to help my career um, that we've seen a lot of other parents not do. Hmm. Um, and I mean that's I mean I'm I don't know what her parents' financial situation was, but pretty good now. She referred to her stepdad as uh, as her father actually later on, and right. just saying like he did so much that even a lot of fathers wouldn't do for their kids, mm-hmm. and like that's something that I think 
going through the troubles that we will talk about later, like I think she's realized just how much people have helped her get to where she is, and mm-hmm. you know, she kind of it's neat to see her do that that one eighty, you know, mm-hmm. or that the three sixty. It's not correct. One eighty. Yeah, one eighty because three sixty really because we don't want her back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, um, at fourteen, that's she gets her dropping out of high school. <laughs> At 14, she auditioned with (laughs) Disney uh, for a talent search. She didn't make the audition, and then a week later got called back for Sunny with a Chance, Mm -hmm. which she was the star of that show, and then Camp Rock. Um, Those are some big Disney shows. I know Camp Rock was popping at at its peak. Um, (laughs) And Sunny with a Chance, she was the main main star. Well, Um, I like that she kind of... Just got her hands dirty with the the audition. She brought her own beef stew. Got her her face messy. You know, she just kind of really showed her passion for. for I kind of would have liked. And here's my oh. thing with these shows. What are you gonna you say? Get, no, you're gonna rain on my parade. Oh, I was gonna. I was gonna. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't think I'm gonna rain on it. Oh, okay. I want to see more about her. I wanted to know what she was going through, and this is why I think she's such a. Gr- why X Factor did pick her this year? Why she is so positive right now? Because here's a teen who says, uh, "If the door shuts on you, keep trying." Because that's when you get your big break. Exactly, um, and I think you said the same exact thing. If you don't keep trying, uh, a couple weeks back, if you don't keep trying, you're never going to get it. Um, and this year, here she is. Here's this girl who went through eating disorders in the public at such a young age, reading those blog comments, mm-hmm. uh, cutting herself. Well, coming back and then booking the X Factor, doing, going on tour helping kids that are going through the same exact problem with her as her that's why I think she's so hot right now because mm. no one else is really speaking about these problems she's relatable basically very and- relatable when you look at her as well I mean I can speak from personal I, I just um, released my documentary and oh congratulations speak- nothing Congrats. thank you very much nothing can but, we buy but- it on Amazon uh, unfortunately, not yet. Okay, but it'll get there. It'll get there in time. But uh, nothing. But well, I say nothing. But largely positive feedback. But the one person who says something negative about you and it just destroys you yep. mm-hmm. was one person. And he just said Nigel McGuinness was the worst wrestler I ever knew. He's the reason I stopped watching wrestling. <laughs> oh wow. wow, that's harsh. And 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 you. I mean, you can't explain how that makes you feel. And you realize it's one person. It's just an opinion. But you you take that and you times it by however many more people see her mm-hmm. and that word ugly. Can you that uh, horrible, well, absolutely horrific? What's the most horrible thing anyone's ever said to you? Well, I was going to say, isn't it a question of? <laughs> Do we want to? Yeah, come on. Um, no, I was going to say it's a question of not not reading those comments. Like, can't you just not? Yes, read? well, right. she, right. but you know, she gave some of the best advice I've heard though, and I'm not just saying that for this week's show. But you know, uh, Demi mentioned she goes, hey. This industry, she basically said it's true, it can eat you alive. Like, if you're not prepared to make it big in this industry, it can literally take a toll on you. Right. And she said, she the, the best thing she did was she admitted, she's like, I wasn't ready in my personal life to be this big. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when, and not to, like, sidetrack, but Whitney Houston even made a comment, like, that she became bigger than what she was. And, it, and it's like a lot of times you see people who get into substance abuse problems or abusive relationships and everything just becomes too big and it's just too much to handle. Mm-hmm. I don't know if this is something Chris Brown's going through. 
I, I don't I don't know him, but I'm just saying it's you kind of see this pattern repeat. Chris Brown was on a previous I, you know episode. We saw how you did that. Yeah, <laughs> but 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 it's <laughs> but it's, <laughs> right in. it's like, but but no, but I mean, and, and her best advice was she go, she's like I wasn't ready, and you have to make sure your head's in a very good place because you know she went off and she hit one of her dancers, and she said you know she had yeah. to take a minute and think about it and realize this isn't me, and you know it's. Uh, I think that's a very good point. It goes back to not reading those comments, but also she she just was not ready, and that's when the eating disorder and everything kind of just came into full gear. And, you know, maybe she would have had those problems. Maybe they just showed up because the fans were attacking her. I mean, mm-hmm. but, the, you know, on the side note, she did say her fans, the good ones are the, what had kind of helped her get through this and probably helped get her to where she's at right now. And it's funny because you can kind of compare her to Britney uh, and that's one of the things on X Factor that everyone was kind of rashing them on oh you have two broke down girls who you know go through rehab and all this stuff or you can look at it like that or you can look at you have two girls who went through the same type of situation and came back and now are sharing their experiences mm-hmm. with these young kids trying to help them live their dreams because both girls are very successful um, but I was surprised to find out that she was kind of a bitch and you know yeah. not mm-hmm. easy to well, work it's with it's big of her to admit that too, yeah because I'm sure everyone watching kind of felt you know maybe not validated but kind of like oh okay she she admits that she was mean to me that day that I worked with her on you know makeup or whatever it was I kind of wonder if it affected her getting work too for a while because a lot of times that can be a very humbling experience because a lot of times this industry when you work freelance whether you're on camera or off like people you can be very good at your job but if you're very hard to work with you won't get a call back to work well at that point I think she wasn't really caring Caring, she had her own TV Mm. show Yeah. yeah but I will say that uh, once you get that reality check and uh, I uh, well okay so she <laughs> went through her little situations with the bulimia the cutting mm-hmm. PR people are going to be like ooh let's stay away from this girl she it's like Lindsay Lohan it's like we don't want to mess with her anymore let's back out and then it's almost you got to ride the train she went to rehab she got her brain together she said okay I can't care about what other people think how am I going to get back in the business mm-hmm. alright let's focus on an album X Factor I mean X Factor not to only say only offered her a million dollars but compared to what mm-hmm. everyone else was getting paid I know but to compare to what everyone else was getting paid and probably what she was getting paid for Sunny with a Chance mm-hmm. uh, you take what you get mm-hmm. sit on a, realize what platform you need you need to be on and branch out from there I mean this is to me X Factor is the biggest thing she's done because of oh, the names far. it's putting her with yeah she was with Disney but now you want to break away from that mm-hmm. Disney well, and she had a number one, was it song or video? Song, and give your her second album went number one. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to play that, Marissa? Give your heart a break. There we go. Wow. <laughs> right on cue. There you go, buddy. I don't, I don't see her as, as uh, the same sort of thing as Britney Spears. You know what I mean? Britney Spears was pushed as a sex symbol from day one. Um, kind of got heat, perhaps, for not ha- having you know, the music side of things. Whereas I think Demi Lovato was more the opposite side. You know what I mean? It was the music that pulled her through, and she was never really pushed as a sex symbol, you know. Well, when I say similar in the sense of the industry ate them mm-hmm. and kind of got at them right. and I they had that. their breakdown. Yeah. Um, and one thing with the whole comment, guys, because I do it too, 
if you see a bad comment, just click on their profile and just see who's coming. Well, because sometimes usually... I just be clicking on them and I'll be like, oh, never mind. <laughs> right. I, I don't even care. Because they're usually knocking everybody. Yeah. Right. So, you know what yeah. I mean? So, and, and you know, what, what is it? Uh, Nini from Real Housewives Atlanta, and I don't know where she got it from, but let your haters be your motivators. I mean, that's yeah. like the best. Yeah. And it's true. Just kind of let it. <laughs> <laughs> if you're going to read the comments. Yeah, oh, if you're going it. to, just let it fuel your fire. Yeah. Again, because I mean, we were talking earlier to, to your mom and aunt about, like, you know, Karen Carpenter. And there is a classic example of someone who, who suffered the same sort of issues. And that was a generation ago, mm-hmm. what, before the internet, before really, I, I wouldn't imagine there were many people who could get her to read what they thought about her, right. but she obviously felt that, whether it was, you know, people within the industry or whatever else. It's, um, you know, girls today have a tremendously difficult ability to, you know, to fit those molds of what they expect, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what did you guys think? Uh, as far as her being on X Factor, did you, any of you guys see um, the, any of the auditions? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And there was this one girl, and she broke down on stage because Demi was such a role model for her, and she was getting teased back at home. And I just think it, it was such a smart idea oh, of yeah. Simon yeah. to have found this girl, really looked at what her life was. Because so many people are going to be like, mm, we're going to stay away from that because mm-hmm. that, that's negative really? energy. Yeah. Oh, no, that's like relatable, a, though, I think. That's what, that's what, so that's what makes well, me... Well, they turned it relatable mm-hmm. because in the middle of all that, nobody... I mean, same yeah. thing with Britney Spears when she was going going haywire everyone was like mm, yeah you're Britney Spears but yeah, <laughs> yeah. need a moment yeah <laughs> take, a snick- take a Snickers break <laughs> and so being is for doing it she just did <laughs> right <laughs> and she won't be doing any more <laughs> by the way uh, go ahead and check us out on iTunes if you like us uh, go ahead and rate and comment and be sure and tell a friend um, yeah we really appreciate it just go to iTunes check us out and rate us get us on number one if you guys leave us a comment we'll give you a shout out Holla at you. <laughs> After bus crew. Uh, so what do you guys see uh, for the future as far as B.O.B. and Miss Demi Lovato? Let's start with B.O.B. What would you like to see him do as far as his career? Um, I guess just something bigger. As far as, like, kind of with the pop thing, like like an airplanes type. But something just new and innovative. I think we've seen, we've seen him apparently. Can you hear me? Uh, yeah. So, um, seeing him paired up with everybody, you know, and, and I think I, I feel like seeing him just doing something on his own. I, 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 get I don't know you. if that's his. I feel thing. like lately he's kind of been at a plateau. Yeah. We need to just kind of. Needs to rock the boat. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. All right. <laughs> I'm saying. I mean, as far as someone who's not as much into hip hop, what would you see as far as? Uh, I mean, you heard some of his music. Hmm. You know that song. Working with anybody that would really kind of... What do you think would take him to that next level? I really have no idea. I don't know that much about rap. Like I said, you know, I, I, I barely even recognized any of those songs, um, you know. But in terms of shaking it up, I think a lot of times you just need an inspiration from a different feel. Like the Beatles went to... Um, where did they go? They went to India, was that right? When they met um, the, the Dalai Lama, mm-hmm. right? And that really influenced their music, I think, in the, in the, the, the late 60s. I want him to break his trumpet oh, up you, so. <laughs> you want him to... Yeah, like, let's hear some, some ja- oh, yeah, something yeah. jazzy with the trumpet. break his trumpet. No. <laughs> just get mad on stage. Out. Like, I hate <laughs> I kind of want to hear him, you know, get back with Hayley Williams, like you mentioned. But I really would like to see him with, like, a rock group like Linkin Park or someone like that just like you said completely oh, like just Jay-Z did. yeah I think that'd be really yeah. great and I think it'd really elevate his career yeah. something like you know I definitely could see what that. was the last piece of music on the top 40 that had a trumpet in it 
Oh, you think of anything I think of the be... Mighty Boston's, but there's been more. Uh, I was just thinking like of that. Like, no doubt, uh, their last song. Oh, you're right. Uh, Beyonce, probably yeah. Single Ladies. Or oh, yeah. Right. Something like that. Um, all right. And Demi Lovato, obviously, she's still on the X Factor right now, uh, working on her music. Do you think she'll ever go back to TV? She kind of said, I want to stay away from that because of, I mean, obviously, X Factor's TV, but it involves judging and music. Do you think she'll have a reality show? Wouldn't that be interesting? I don't know. It could work like for her. following her. Because the, the documentary really did mm-hmm. well. Mm. I just think like, that's cliche. It's been I'm dogs. just curious. Yeah. Just wondering. Yeah. Just a question. Yeah. Yeah. I, we don't want you to get... I don't no. want you to get a reality show. I, I don't... I don't like overexposing them. Like maybe that. movies, yeah. something in movies. She could do something in movies, maybe. Yeah. I could see her maybe getting getting back into acting if like the right role came along, like something that from X Factor would catapult her into some kind of role that she's never done. That she wouldn't. That would you or know, get TV a, or movie. I could see it. That's a good question. I would probably say probably say TV. Movie. More TV than like movie. A made for TV show. Some, or a movie. Yeah. Something like Hallmark. that, or just some kind of TV. Like, like, one of those Hallmark. Maybe Christmas even like a, maybe <laughs> even, <laughs> lifetime. Yeah. <laughs> like a sitcom or something. I could selling. see her probably having some kind of just to kind of show like a softer side of her because she like she you know she obviously sings and the, the judge is a little more serious side of her and this would kind of be like a softer side. I think if it was a right role she would do it, but you know definitely pursuing her music career and and definitely the X Factor is going to help her oh, I mean, launch even further. Who knows? Maybe her and Bob, right? I don't know. Actually, maybe that could kind of that could kind of be cute. She's not like the rest. She says that. Come on. Oh, uh, they're, they're <laughs> saying that she's going to perform on uh, X Factor at the end of the year. Oh, is she? So, but they also said Britney was too, and I doubt that's happening. Really? Um, How come? Did they have any bad auditions? Because obviously that's what everybody watches for at the beginning, oh, right? On, oh, on X Factor. Oh yeah. I'm ter- but she was a nice. She was like the Paula Abdul. Of the, she was nice. Was like mm-hmm. she was nice. Like yeah. if it was anything, she'd just be like, "Oh, honey, I don't think you should do that." Right. But Brittany was a bitch. Picturing herself up there. <laughs> right. Think, yeah. But you can, and I mean, t- t- she's only had so much time in the industry to really be critiquing someone and being like, because <laughs> someone could just turn around and be like, "But you know what? My right. one of my favorite things she did do. Uh, there's a girl group on there, and they sang her her song, and she actually stood up at the end and applause, and she said, "You know what? You." Actually, saying that better than me. <laughs> that takes a lot for that. Really takes a lot because you could have just been like, "That was good, great job." Wait, wait, Brittany uh, said that, or no, 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 Demi, uh, Demi oh, Lovato. Okay. Did. But she's also probably supposed to be the nice judge, kind of like you know, just to yeah. kind of like soften soften whatever the, the verdict's going to be on. Yeah. I agree. I'll take it. Well, so hopefully she goes on tour again because <laughs> she seems to really like going on tour, and that works out good for her. And she can come out with a new album and a new number one hit. I'm ready. For some, what does she call her people? The Lovaters, the Lovaters fans. Oh, she really? calls them Lovatics or something. Lovatathons. 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 When we go for young girls to call themselves Lovatathons. <laughs> 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 All right, guys. Oh, well, your thank body you, image for you. Right? so much for tuning in. I am DJ Jesse. You follow us on AfterBuzz TV on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You can follow me at DJ Jesse J. Follow me at Thomas Guide. T O M A S G U I D E. I'm at Kendra Cavasel. At McGinnis Nigel. And where can we buy your documentary? Uh, at McGinnis Nigel or um, <laughs> nigelwrestling.com while they still last. There you go, guys. Nice. Get them for the holidays. Until next Thank you to our guest audience. Yes. Sorry, by the way. Uh, Until next week <laughs> or whenever they decide to air, this is how I made it. <laughs> See you then. Peace. <laughs> From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. 
to watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.